Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Charlotte Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Michael Lane. Michael is the Managing Director of Success Resources. It's a global brand. Mike, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be on the show. I would love for you to start just with broad strokes of what actually Success Resources is. Yeah, look, we're in the business of changing people's lives. And how we do that is we partner with the world's best educators, entrepreneurs, thought leaders and we put them on our stages. We used to put them on our live, real stages. Now we put them on virtual stages all over the world. And, you know, we're passionate about helping people get to a new level, a new you, a new, you know, beginning. So uh, we've done that for 27 years and we're just getting started. Yeah, you are. And with the opportunities virtual, I mean, you're just getting started um, with that for sure. Um, unfortunately, so many live events were canceled this year, so we miss out on that, but I'm hoping and crossing fingers that they come back sooner rather than later. So you're a thought leader. You work with thought leaders, and Success Resources is a learning partner for thought leaders. So let's start with what does being a thought leader mean to you? Yeah, look, it's somebody, when when I think of that, it's, it's somebody who wakes up every day with an intention to make the planet better. Um, you know, um, there's different types of leadership. There's different personality types that people have. There's different types of entrepreneurs. Right. But I think thought leader is somebody who gets up and goes, how can I make the people around me or the planet better? And, you know, uh, for me, I don't think the world needs more entrepreneurs. We need more thought leaders, right? We need more people who can get up and and lead their family, you know, lead their community, lead their their, you know, their company, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. So, um, you know, I, I think entrepreneurship is kind of on this bull run. I'd love to see thought leadership on a, a long-term <laughs> bull run. I just think it's what the world needs right now. So, um, you know, I try and lead every day with authenticity and mm-hmm. humility and heart, and I just feel that's the best way for me to wake up and serve, and that's at the forefront of my attention. So, sure. That's how I feel about it, and that's why it kind of governs who I am. You so leaving people and places better than w- you found them. Just yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you think is this a, a little bit nature, a little bit nurture, or um, you know, as far as becoming a, a thought leader, or both? It, look, for me, it was more nurture. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I, I grew up as a very egotistical young entrepreneur. Uh, And then I had some massive humblings, which made me go, hmm, that doesn't feel good. And I don't (laughs) want to do that again. Right. Um, So so who have I got to become to start to lead a more fulfilling life? And I realized it was not acquiring more stuff. It was, you know, helping um, change the planet in in various ways. So, you know, for me, uh, that's just my truth. I believe people can, you know, their their normal nature and who they are is different. But um, I've had to... craft and 
build this version of me. And that's kind of, you know, um, a constant evolution. I, I believe I'm a, I'm in my, you know, thought leader apprenticeship. I don't believe I'm at a pro level yet by any (laughs) means. I'm still learning. right? Right. Um, but in my entrepreneurial journey, I felt like I went to pro status really quickly and they went, hold up, you know, I got to get back and learn some stuff. So, you know, I'm learning every day, invest two hours a day. And that's what gets me a great ROI on, on on what I want to do. So, um, yeah, for me, it's, it's definitely nurture. Well, and I think that that's, um, you know, really important and exciting for our listeners to hear that it is nurture, that it is something you can learn. Um, You don't start out at the pinnacle, like you said, you don't wake up in the morning and think that you're going to change people in places and voila, snap your fingers. So it is a, it's a journey. Um, You mentioned a couple humblings. Do you mind sharing a couple milestones that got you from, you know, um, thought leader to wannabe to thought leader apprentice? (laughs) Yeah, look, um, I've started 14 companies. Ten of them failed spectacularly. Um, so for me, many different humblings in there. Do you mean in my 20s I lost everything three times? Literally, you had to, you know, I didn't have a cent. Um, and that, that'll that get you, <laughs> that'll kick you in the butt, <laughs> that'll right? <laughs> that'll help. That'll help the journey. So, look, you know, I mean, I'm a serial entrepreneur, 14 businesses. Four of them have done pretty well, I must admit. Ten of them, no good. But I document my failures I love to learn. I love to grow. And uh, more importantly, I don't want to make mistakes in the same area twice. That's not smart. So I, I, yeah. I document those and I, I'm kind of the, the person who has a thirst for learning. And, and I, I just arrogant believe that I can change the planet, but I know I need to become the person I need to become to do that. It's right. not going to wake up every day and do that. So, you know, I'm a product of my product and you know, there's a couple of things that really kicked me in the ass. And um, I look back now, I think that was the best thing that ever happened because it got me to focus on my passions. And then my passions, I started to become really obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. You know, my failures and my lessons where I got really humbled were areas where I wasn't passionate about it. You know, yeah. go figure, right? So, right. so for me, um, you know, I, I've been well into six figures in debt. I've been into telling staff, you've got to go home, there's nothing left, I apologise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done it and um, I think I'm better for it. And so how do you think you um, came out of that? You know, I mean, the, it, it's one thing to say I've lost all my money, you know, five times, but like, how do you rebuild from there? Look, you've, you've, you go to a dark place and hopefully it's a dark room, not a, a, a dark <laughs> moment in your life, but sure. you got to go into the room of hard knocks and go, well, what am I doing? What, what's the plan here? I've, I've done these various ventures and they didn't work. Why didn't they work? What have I got to do? And then you start to do this discovery of realisation to go, hold up, I was never passionate about a bar. Who can get a passionate about a bar, right? <laughs> I, I, I really started to figure out, and you can get passionate about, you know, uh, hospitality and those things. I was passionate about making money. You're passionate right. about making money, you're going you're gonna to have a bumpy career, I'm telling you right now, right? So, I went deep and I discovered that I really love the education space. I loved helping people and I want to change the world. I want to impact a billion people this decade um, with education. And for me to do that, I had to really rebuild who I was from the ground up, from internally out. And um, that's what I had to do. It didn't come easy because here's what happens. The universe starts to test you and go, well, opportunities will come where you go, you don't want to miss out on this. Right. This could Good be fumble. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I was like, no, I've got to stay really clear on this. And, you know, I'm 15 years into that now. And, you know, 
first 11 years is harrowing thinking, what am I doing? Oh yeah. 66, 66% fail rate. I was doing that math real quick. I mean, two out of two out of three businesses. Um, yeah, you'll learn quick. You said you document things. So are you journaling or what are you doing to do that? No, I'm not a really good conscious journaler. I just love um, going back in and I've, I've now got this remarkable, I don't know if you know of this pad remarkable, it documents all your stuff and you can convert it to text and email. So oh, yeah. I, I, I had it in the old format of books, but now I've put everything into this digital thing. And, and I just love going back through all those entities, all those things I started, even back in 19, where I'm like, why didn't that work? And even in this lens at 41, I know I've documented what I think didn't work, but you know what? Damn, here's a few other things that I'm now learning on why that didn't work so that when I come to new ventures and new things, I can go, let me just refer to this. You know what? I, f- I failed at that point because of this. Right. Let's look at that. So I, I, I don't journal. I just document when, I f- when, I f- when it comes through me. Right, yeah. When that aha moment hits you, you make sure you write it down. And there's power in writing it down, the good and the bad. I think it sticks for sure. 100%. Yeah. So you're talking about knowing your why and knowing and getting clear on what you want. I mean, that's very evident. So, you know, that's step one. We know how to do that. Um, yeah. What's what's the next step? And maybe you can tell this through the lens of one of the clients to those people that are on stage. Look, I'm going to I'm going to do it through my lens because that's what's come to me okay. right now is sure. after, you, after you build your plan, um, you need a 90 day hustle. And what I mean by that is <clears throat> you, need to, you need to put it into action. Right. If your sheer enthusiasm will not generate income, interest, value in 90 days, it's probably not for you, right? Right. And that's okay because as entrepreneurs, as thought leaders, we need to get ideas out of our head onto paper into a 90-day plan, and if it doesn't work, we're going to move on, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, So for me, if you can't make something happen in 90 days to, to, you know, prove out your thesis, we don't have anything. Sure. And that's okay. We put it down to an L and we move on. So, you know, then there's so many levels and layers after that. If you get some traction, what do you do next? And there's team and talent and culture and scale and CAC and everything mm-hmm. else, right? Yeah. But for me, if if my sheer enthusiasm and passion doesn't get me anything, I don't have anything. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Just um, that's that fail fast mentality, right? So you got 90 days and you put the L in the, in the column, like you said, and um, you can look at it as a loser L, right? Or you can look at it as a learned that moving on. <laughs> Nothing wrong with an L I'm telling you right now. Sure. Um, as long as you have, you know, have something you're passionate about, you want to keep moving towards, just keep, just keep pu- putting those plans in place. Right. And eventually you're going to go, damn, that's something just clicked. Right. And here's a real life, a story. My first four businesses failed. And then in the first 90 days on my on, on on that fourth business, it didn't end up failing, by the way, but my fourth one, I generated a million dollars in the first 90 days. Hmm. And that failed, but I was onto something. Right. The strategy, you had a clue. the strategy was wrong, but the thesis was correct. So then I've reiterated that. Now I've got, you know, a few runs on the board in that sector, but um it's, you know, you got to, you got to validate these ideas. And most people sit on these ideas for years right. and haven't validated it. You need to get them out of your head on the table in 90 days and then really have an honest conversation with yourself. Yeah. Run that experiment for sure. So um, let's talk about books because we do like to ask all of our guests for a book recommendation. Um, do you have one that you'd like to share with us of how it impacted your life? Or sometimes it's just kind of, what am I currently reading? 
Yeah, look, I, I, I've got dozens, but for the <laughs> conscious of time and your audience and and uh, and you, you know, inviting me, I, I can't go past Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's the most iconic book that I've read. It had the greatest impact at the time when I really needed it most. Um, and I just think everyone should read that once a year. I just, I just believe that, right? Mm-hmm. There's different chapters will resonate at different stages of your life. Uh, for me, and it's, it's nothing to do with religion. It is my Bible, so to speak. I, I, I'm governed by it, it and it, does, yeah. it, it guides me and I'll be like, I've read that chapter 17 times, but this time it just hits different, right? So you need those things to go back to. Um, you know, I'm an avid learner and I could give you great books on many different other areas, but that's the one I keep resonating with. So, you know, your audience may have heard it a thousand times, but go read it. <laughs> go read it with the lens you have today. Yes. See yeah, what else re-read. popped up for you. It could be a reread recommendation. 100%. You said you spend two hours in learning. So what does that look like? Yeah, look, it used to be reading a lot of books, but to be honest, I can't get the ROI on that. And what I mean by that is I love it. A, a double or a triple hour away from my time. Mm-hmm. So I now do a lot of podcasts because I can walk, I can gym, I can exercise, I can do various things and compound my time and get a double ROI. So that's taken a lot of my attention. Um, also, this silly app called Clubhouse, I don't know if anyone's heard of it <laughs> apart from me, but um, I find myself for four hours a day listening to it in the background while I'm working. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm interested in that. I'd love to tune into that. So, you know, um, I, I know I need to continue to set a benchmark of two hours a day. Yeah. I just seen it. I used to do one hour a day of learning, but when two hours, it's not like you get a double ROI, you get this compounding effect. Sure. So for me, um, I'm dedicated to my growth. I'm dedicated to, you know, um, I'm still in my apprenticeship. I've got a long way to go and I need to continue to learn. And, and that's why I'd spend two hours a day. Yeah, and that's um that's about ten percent of the day, right? I mean, even twenty yeah. percent of our waking hours. So I mean, it's a a good investment. You're um listening to podcasts, you're listening to books, double duty. I did the same thing. Listened to um one of the success resource podcasts actually this afternoon when I went out and got my steps. Um, so tell us good. about success resources and what does that really mean? Like resources, what are we talking? Yeah, look, you know, traditionally we've you know, resources for us has been come to an event and learn and, and do that. Then, you know, when I first got in the business, we were selling CDs and there's probably some of your audience who go, what the hell's a CD? Um, but look, you know, now there's, there's virtual events, there's masterminds, there's so many different components when you talk about resources, but it's anything that's going to help an audience progress. Mm-hmm. And, and our belief is success is progression. That's all it is. If you get better today than you were yesterday, you are successful. And you have to think of that, right? But to be successful, you need to continue to grow and continue to learn. And that's where resources are really important. So, um, you know, we just believe that we partner with the world's best in an area around entrepreneurship, thought leadership. And uh, I'm constantly raising the bar to go, who's doing it at a great level today? And I want to get them on the podcast, on the stage, on Zoom, if it's that. Right. And well, it seems to be now. <laughs> yeah, it is, unfortunately, or fortunately. Um, so, right. so you know, that's that's where we play and that's where I love to do. Yeah, I saw, um, well, I listened, the one I listened to was, was Russell Brand. It was an older one, but I hadn't heard him um, lately and I needed a little dose of that. So um, that's one example. What are some other um, people that um, your listeners or people who um, make it to Success Resources, who are they learning from? 
Look, Tony Robbins has been a partner for 25 years. We've impacted 2.5 million people at our events and uh, through him. Um, you know, it's our greatest partnership. But, you know, there's so many other people, whether you're into business. I mean, I'm, I'm passionate about joint ventures. Um, you know, Jay Abraham we have on our stages is an iconic marketer and strategist. Right through to Jay Shetty, Grant Cardone, Gary V. You know, you you name somebody who's putting out a book, a course, a great podcast. Jim Quick, I've got on our events next month, who I'm a huge fan of. So I love my job because I get to look and go, damn, that person's really, really cool. How can I do business with them? How can I do a joint? That's that's what I love to play in. And and here's the thing that I need help on from you and from other people listening is I need more iconic women to share our stages, right? I, I, you know, I have this void, but I have 64% of my audience who are women looking to grow and learn. And there's, you know, the COVID world's helped because they don't need to travel as much. And, right. you know, there's so much pressure on the lovely women in our lives to be mothers and, 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 and all those Your different goodness. areas. And then, you know, that and then, sandwich generation. And, yeah. So mm-hmm. my big thing right now in this COVID world, and it's not going to last, but is, I want amazing women who will sit there at home with the kids screaming in the background, sharing and learning, right? So if you're listening to this and you're like, hold on, that's me. I want to be that person. DM me, hit me up. We're looking to create an amazing female community. We've already got 320 that have joined this community so far. So we're looking to really amplify women's, you know, uh, expertise at the moment. So it's, it's a passion. Well, I want to just say thank you for bringing that up because it was just a little bit of a um, a gap that I saw when I visited the website. You know, there are women over there, so no um, making small of that at all. Um, but it is something I noticed, and I just love that that's, um, part at, you know, part of your mission, right? Making the world a better place. And uh, there's many voices, um, many genders to hear from. So thanks for that. I'd love to um, end on that note, except for please tell us again how we can reach you and uh, what's next. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm on all the usual channels that everyone has these days. My handle is at it's Michael Lane, ITS Michael Lane. Um, for me, I, I have a mission to impact a billion people this decade. I'm in my second year of that. Um, it's a big task. I'll only do 0.2% of my goal this year. So mm. hopefully that'll give some people some perspective on how much growth and what I need to take this last two decades and put everything into this last nine odd years. So um, if I hit 2.2% of my goal this year, I'll be super happy and grateful. Um, But I've got a lot of work to go and uh, a lot of people got to impact. Yeah. And it's just a little by little, but you'll get there. That's it. That's (laughs) it. It's, it's, you know, I'd love to say we're going to hit 20% of our goal this year, but I'll be super happy if I hit 0.2% because I know that'll give us the structure and the systems and the base in this new COVID world to be able to do that. And that's kind of my aim every day. Yeah. It's not a straight line. It's going to, I wish it was, but it isn't. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, thanks again. That's uh, your handles. It's Michael Lane. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag ThoughtLeadersToWatch. 
I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com, or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.